You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 135. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And in this episode, we're tackling the back end of the strategy life cycle. Last week, we talked about the strategy definition process and how that's probably the first place for you to look to figure out where the pain points are in your organization that you should fix before trying to fix the project delivery process. Now, this week, we're going to look at the back end. What happens after the projects are implemented and where are there opportunities to fix things there so that when your projects are delivered, your organization is actually getting the benefits they should be getting, the return on investment for those projects. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, episode 134, definitely check that out first because this is the part two. This is the part where we talk about now that we've fixed the front end of the strategy definition process, we're going to skip over the strategy delivery process for the moment and go right into the strategy realization process. Before we dive in, if you're listening to this during the last week of January, 2022, you have one more week to get access to all of the recordings and all of the templates and resources from my PMO health assessment workshop that I conducted in January. I've left all of the recordings there for you and all of our templates so that you can go watch everything at your own pace for the next week. February 1st, everything goes back into the vault. So make sure if you have not gotten started on your PMO health assessment and built your roadmap for 2022, you go grab those resources right now. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash workshop. There is no cost as long as you access them before February 1st, 2022. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash workshop. Okay, let's dive in. Last week in episode 134, I shared with you my perspective on why so many PMOs are challenged with solving the simple stuff in the project delivery process. And it's because once they fix those things by applying templates, tools, and process, and all the things they can do in the project delivery life cycle, things don't get a lot better. Why is that? Because it's probably not where the problems have started. You see, before you ever get those projects, things are already being set up for failure. Your projects are set up for failure, your project teams are set up for failure, and the PMO is set up for failure because many executives say, oh no, don't worry, we're fine on the front end, we're just gonna hand you all the projects and then You've got to make this mess we've handed you work. So before you spend a lot of time building templates, tools, process, hiring the right project managers, driving yourself crazy to fix the project management process, just know that that's probably not the biggest underlying problem. It's probably not your source. So go back and listen to 134 to see why, see how to fix it, see what to think about learn how to figure out the symptoms versus the root causes, which by the way, we do a lot of that in the health assessment workshop as well. Now I want to look at the strategy realization process. So stay with me here. We have the strategy definition process, the strategy delivery process, and the strategy realization process. 
Inside each of those areas, we have all the stuff that happens before projects are delivered, the strategy definition process. We have the strategy delivery process, which includes all of your project planning, project execution, everything that the PMO typically owns, right? And the project managers typically own. And then there's the strategy realization process. After the projects are over, how are we making sure that we are achieving the highest return on investment for those projects and that they actually deliver the value that was intended? Wait, you're not involved in that process? Well, you should be. And that is one of our many golden opportunities to provide value as a PMO. That is one of our many opportunities to create a bigger impact. You see, when we're hired as PMO leaders, what often happens is we're told that the project process is broken. So we spend all of our time trying to fix the project process. Now you have to have addressed the stuff in the front, a bunch of great opportunities to put good portfolio management, prioritization, strategy, connection, all of those things in the front process. But then once you've got that fixed, I would suggest your second place to look is in the strategy realized process. What happens after the projects are completed? Now I've been telling PMO leaders and project managers for over a decade now, and frankly was doing this myself as a PMO leader for 15 years before that, I've been telling PMO leaders that they need to help the organization achieve a higher return on investment for the projects. And improving the project process alone can help a little, but here's the challenge. We can't push that responsibility down to project managers alone. We need to help them because in many organizations, after the project is finished, the project manager moves on or takes on a half a dozen other projects. They don't have time to help make sure that the after project value realization and I'm not just talking benefits realization, I'm talking value realization, which we'll come back to in a minute. That after strategy delivery process into strategy realized is not something they're around to help with. But this is where the PMO has a really big opportunity. You see, the PMO can see the entire strategy life cycle. You're around in the organization because you were a business unit, not a temporary endeavor, like a project, you are in existence when the strategy is being developed. Now you may not be involved in that process today. So go back to 134 to talk about how you need to <laughs> fix some of those things, but you're in existence. Your PMO is there already. So your PMO can help in the before project activities, and they can help in the after project activities. When the project manager is gone, the resources are released and and everyone's moved on, the PMO can be there to look at what's happening when that service, product, deliverable change was put in place. Did it actually achieve the benefits that were intended? And, and this is really important, was it worth it? So when I am talking about benefits realization versus value measured, those are two different things. There's so much emphasis in the PMO education community on benefits realized, and you could have the benefits without actually having those benefits ultimately having been worth it. And I'll give you a really good example in a minute, but think about it here. 
This gets back to a concept I talk a lot about, shifting the mindset for PMO leaders from outputs focus to outcomes focus. And this is something you should be educating your project managers on as well. It's not just about checking the boxes that the deliverables were completed. Did those deliverables, those outputs, achieve the high return on investment that was expected? Were they worth doing in the first place? Your outputs could generate quote unquote benefits or what looks like benefits realized, but no business leader was ever satisfied with a bunch of quote unquote benefits or features or outputs that didn't also drive that worth it factor. Was this worth doing in the first place? Because that's how your executives look at everything. Your executives, I don't care what kind of an organization you're in, your business leaders look at return on investment. Now, return in dollars is not the only way they look at return on investment, but certainly organizations are looking to make sure that the money they are spending, the investment they are making in that project, in that team, in that result that they want, that result isn't just a bunch of quote unquote benefits or deliverables or outputs. It's also the worth it factor. Did that return on investment happen? Did we get it? Did we do what we were supposed to do in a way that yielded the results we expected? For example, you're part of an IT department and they're putting a new website in place or a new tool on the internet. And let's say they expect that by putting this new process or tool in place, that they're going to reduce customer service calls or they're going to increase sales. Those are some really good metrics that if you are involved in the strategy definition process, you made sure was defined in the requirements. You need to make sure that you're also a part of supporting the measurement of those requirements and the numbers, the metrics, the results that they were expecting. Did that project generate those results? And if the answer is no, sadly, a lot of times what they look at is a failure in the project delivery process or that strategy delivery process. And you're going to prevent that from being the case by fixing the strategy definition or front end process. So let's assume you got really good requirements and really good numbers. This is the results we expect to achieve. When you get to the strategy realized process, when you're measuring value, return on investment, you're then looking for, did we actually do what we said we were going to do from a business perspective? We said that we were going to make a million dollars in the first year of rolling out this new functionality. Did that happen? We said that we were going to reduce customer service calls by 15%. Did that happen? We said that we were going to improve employee morale. Did that happen? Those are the kinds of things that you are helping them set up in the beginning that you then are around long enough after the project is over to measure and make sure they actually happened. Now, what you learn from this process is how good your front end people are at estimating that result. And by knowing how accurate or inaccurate you are in that process as an organization helps you improve. But if nobody is ever measuring whether or not the projects we're investing in as an organization yielded the results expected, then we never know if they were worth doing in the first place. 
So if you want to show your business leaders that you get it, if you want to earn your seat at the table in your organization, then help your top level executives figure out if they are making smart investments, smart investments in the people, in the projects, in the process, in the changes that they are trying to drive. How do they know that they're making a smart decision? Now you might think, well, nobody's ever asked me that. And they may not have because they don't think you can help them solve it. And how sad is that? Because you can probably help them solve it better than any other part of the organization. You can help them get much better at figuring out whether or not projects are worth doing in the first place, whether or not they are going to cost more than the value that they can produce, whether or not you're getting better or worse at figuring out where you should invest your time and energy and money and focus, and how to monitor that the projects that are being invested in are the right ones to solve those business problems. How incredible is that? This whole way of thinking about the PMO and how it can help in the strategy definition process and the strategy realized process changes the game for you as a PMO leader. This is something that only you can really do in your organization. And if you do it well, you will never have to wonder if you are creating value for your organization and you will become an invaluable strategic asset to your business leaders. You will become the impact engine for your organization. And that my friend is what it's all about. So when you are hired as a PMO leader to fix the project process, make sure that projects don't take too long and don't cost too much. Know that you have the tools at your disposal to do so, but they're not in project delivery and project planning in that strategy delivery life cycle. They're actually hiding for you. And so you've got to uncover them in the strategy definition process and then help them realize a greater return on investment for that strategy by giving them the information that nobody else can. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me today. If you are listening to this when it drops in January, make sure you go to pmostrategies.com forward slash workshop and grab my video training and resources from the live workshop we held earlier in January to help you assess the health of your PMO and put together your 2022 PMO impact delivery roadmap. I cannot wait to see you there. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash workshop. Okay, Impact Driver, that's it for this session. If you loved what you heard today, please go leave me a rating and review so that other PMO leaders, other impact drivers around the world know that they have found the right podcast to help them make a bigger impact with their PMO. Bye-bye for now.